TK Kirkland show. Yeah. Pay attention, really listen, I hope you understand Execute your vision, go and get it, be a man Save your money, motherfucker, for another day We got the book and the album on the fucking way This generation is full of hate Always wearing what the next man making They never want to see the next man making 2018, let's have a gangster conversation Like how to treat a woman Take care of your kids. Gotta take responsibility for what you did. I do it to inspire. Take your mind a little higher. Like her name on the degree, not her name on the flyer. Yeah, boss moves. We just doing what a boss do. We all now and we off you. It's true. The TK Kirkland Show. Man, it's nice to meet you, man. <laughs> we were talking to you. I'm so sorry that I am late calling you, bro. No, it's all good, man. Okay, cool. So talk to me. What's going on? Oh, man. Man, you know what I'm starting to realize, man. I've been talking to my mom sometimes, man. And, mm-hmm. You know, man, I'm 35 years old, man. Got three kids, three baby mamas. Don't even know why it happened. I guess it's because I stayed in my city for too damn long, never left my city. Yeah. Uh, not, you know what I'm saying? Not doing shit, man. Uh just finally just now starting to figure out shit, man, paying bills on my own for the first time the last few years, living on my own for the last for the first time the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh every female I try to get at, man, they got some they got some nigga who ain't really doing too much for themselves staying there, man. If they would just feel like I can't even like it's hard to date. <laughs> Dating lane. It's true, yeah. Man. Uh i will be looking at all your interviews, man, and I'll be like, everything you be saying I'm just now starting to realize, and I'm just now starting to figure out for my damn self. Right, he'd be right. Like, well, you know, you shouldn't be trying to holler at no chick until you, until you got like 25 G's in your account. That's gonna take a while for me. I know I can do it. But so here's the thing, well, bro. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you. See, when I say that, it's really when you're 16, 17 years old. So I have to re- have to restructure that philosophy, right? Because right. now we got to talk about when you're in this crisis because everybody is just hearing this now after it's too late. Right. You feel me? So now what's right. the game plan, TK, if we made the mistakes already and how do we move forward from here to be successful? Well, the first thing you have to do is, one, you got to try to keep your dick in your pants because you got to know that that thing between your legs can cost you mental peace, financial pain, and sometimes get you murdered if you're fucking a girl that has a jealous boyfriend or a jealous husband, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so you're in the situation, so you got to try to get a, a skill to better your job situation. Whatever your job situation is, that's the first thing you got to better because you got to remember exactly. life, life is long. It's not short. When I hear people say, oh, life is short, to me, you take a year off your life because words are powerful. So when I hear people say life is short, I'm like, are you are you setting yourself the fuck up? Because life is long. So let's go off the philosophy that life is long. So now you've got 30, 40 years, right, because 
success is not based on it be 30. See, back in my days coming up before hip-hop and all that, success was when you was really in your late 40s and 50s. You you, you had a home. You had a, a band. You had credit cards. You had a grill in the backyard. And everybody took vacation trips. <clears throat> See, now success is based on being flashy, wearing expensive shoes and all that, but that that's only temporary, yo. It's temporary. What you want to get is substance and and, 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 and character and strength because um as an old saying back in the day you say Rome wasn't built in a day. Well real life's not built in a day. And what has happened is everybody wants a microwave success. And it can't happen. It takes time. It takes time. So with the three kids, still save your money, try to be as generous and take care as possible, but always pay yourself first. Like you said, some guys that struggle because they're doing it for the baby mamas, right? But sometimes the baby mamas got to struggle. Like, bitch, you got to figure it out too because I got to eat too. Exactly. That's what I'm figuring out. Yeah. And I'm just now getting to the point where I'm just now starting to save money and I'm able to look out for my kids. And I'm able to pay bills. I'm just now getting to that point. You know what right. I'm And you got to learn like how to manage. Yeah. yeah, and you got to learn how to manage money. And here's one philosophy for you. Try to only spend when you know you got something coming in. See, some people spend, right, but they don't have a net, another check coming in for three months or whatever. So if you see on your... In, on your catalog or in your head, how you spending your money? Like, oh, I just spent two hundred dollars. I'm not gonna make another two hundred dollars to replace that money for a couple of weeks. Well, then everything goes on hold. It's the same way corporations run their business, right? If they have a bad year, they have a hiring freeze. They have you can't get a, 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 a raise, and so they start profiting again. Well, it's the same thing with your life. If you ain't got money coming in, guess what? Okay, uh, I bought these pair of speakers before. Well, I can't get this. The kids can get what they get. And I can't get, instead of five pair of pants, maybe I could get two pair of pants and two tops. And that's the way you work. And every time, you, every year gets better, you can do more. Because remember, your life should get better as you get older. That's all you've got to remember. Like whatever you've got in the bank this year, you should have more in the bank next year and the year after that. So you want to be mentally prepared. you want to be mentally better a year from now, physically better a year from now, financially better a year from now. And you can meet a young lady who and I'm not saying don't date because sometimes you need a partner. You just gotta know who you're fucking and know that person has your back. I mean it's 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 really a um like a Rubik's Cube, yo, relationships. You know how you try to get all the colors and shit in order? That's the same thing with life. It's the same thing with life. It's really fucking complicated. This shit is crazy. <laughs> this shit is insane. So how do you like the new spot? Man, uh, I like it, man. Oh, hey, that's another thing, too, man. I've got a one-bedroom. Good. I got a, I, 
I got a one bedroom, but I got three kids, which is cool because I only got them on the weekends. I work during the weekday. I work first year. Okay. So I'm trying to upgrade that too. Yep. That's how you got to do it, man. And see, you got to remember the kids don't care if it's a one bedroom. Only person that knows a one bedroom is you. Right. The kids just want to be happy. As long as you can feed them and you got your lights on, your cable on, they have like, um, entertainment toys and stuff they could play with. Mm-hmm. You went to hot, what's the ages? Uh, they all five years apart. I got a 13 year old boy, I got an eight year old daughter, and I got a three year old boy. Okay, so the eight, you said 13 year old boy? Yeah. Yeah, so he helps out a That's lot. Yeah. Yep. So he helps out a lot. He understands. And he just, and I guarantee you, they just love being with you. Right. So you ain't got to worry about nothing. They just love being with you. So where do you live at? What kind of work you do? And uh, I live with you. Say it again. Uh, I live in Milwaukee. Uh, I work at a warehouse, uh, Batteries Plus Bubs. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the store, Batteries Plus Bubs. No, I just thought y'all got a lot of damn fucking factory. I think everything is everything that's built in the world is in Milwaukee, yo. Yeah, but see, it ain't like that the way it was 30 years ago when everything uh-huh. was booming. A lot of right. that was shut down. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So I do work at a warehouse, and that's a great deal, but a lot of that shit shut down, man. I graduated in 02. All them jobs and all that shit, all that shit shut down. Man, you know because saying? they went overseas. So, they all went overseas, man, and, and, yeah. and I suffered. We all suffered, like the 90s babies. <laughs> no job. Man, so I'm just now up. finding, I'm just now finding stability, TK. I'm just okay. now starting to build some of a project. That's how I lost my baby mamas, man. I ain't never put my hands on them. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I just like wasn't financially stable, man. Right. And, man, it's going crazy, man. Smoking weed every day, man. That's, that's, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just right. trying to stay alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then all these years pass up and I'm 35 now. And, and, and then I'm just now starting to, and for some reason, man, you just came out, you just came back out the blue doing your thing. Right, and right. You came, right. A, you came back with a bang, TK. You really got these men out here. You really got us woke up, huh? Right, that's true. Okay. I, w- I wish I'd have started this earlier. I, no, I man, you would get yourself together. <laughs> huh? I thought you would get yourself back together, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it I was know. almost like you were rebuilding your brand. It was almost like you were rebuilding your brand back up. Well, see, but, what but happened you? with me, and I'm so thankful for it, was the Internet and social media. Yeah. See, what I'm doing now, I've always been doing. It's just that no one knew about it. Because you didn't have social media, you didn't have, you couldn't put your stuff on Instagram, you couldn't put yourself on Facebook, because those things didn't exist. But I've been doing this 34 years. I ain't missed the beat. Man, I ain't seen you since the 90s. I ain't seen yeah. you since I was a kid. I was wow. I was a kid, man. And I ain't seen yeah. you since I seen you on Vlad TV. I'm like, what the fuck? I seen you on the Breakfast Club. Your first interview on the Breakfast Club a couple of years ago. I said, what the fuck? Is that TK? And I'm a kid, G. You know, I right. come up comedy. That's all I used to watch. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? I used to use it in the 90s, man. Wow. <laughs> right, so right. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? You just woke me the fuck up. Everything you were saying in your interviews and talking to the men and saying how these women is and how we need to step our game up, it was exactly what I was going through in my life. And I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, I ain't had none of this shit together. Everything that he's talking about, man, from insurance with my kids, all this. Everything just now coming to full circle now. 
Yeah, but see, that's what I love about life, right? It's never too late. Right. See, right. because when you have kids in your 20s, you're not a man yet. And what I mean by a man, right. see, let me speak to people who are listening to this show and all that kind of stuff, my definition of a man. A man, to me, you have to have a, about 40 to 42 years of experience in life. And let me break it down. When you have that type of experience, you know how to control the climate of the room. And what I mean by that is what got you upset in your 20s, you are laughed at in your 40s. The type of bitches you liked in your 20s, you are frowned in your 40s at the type of bitch you look at You look at them now. But oh, I used to like that kind of bitch. And no disrespect to your baby mama. Another couple of years from now, you're going to be mad that you fucked with them. I'm telling you, they don't look the same. They don't act the same. And you go, whoa. And the same thing with the women, because I know some females going to be listening to this and say, well, what about the men? Yeah, that's for the men, too. But that's what makes life grow. So what you do is you focus on health and staying healthy. You stay keeping your mind at peace, and you got to avoid all the bullshit with niggas, y'all. I remember one time a nigga cracked me upside my head over a bitch. I remember one time a couple niggas jumped me over a bitch, right? This is years ago. And I had to turn the other cheek, and I wanted to kill him. Like everybody, see, no one never wanted to fight me one-on-one. Never, because I got them hands. You know, they call me diabetes because I'm deadly with these motherfucking fists, right? right. But you look pretty I big. Had, yeah, yeah I had to turn that. the other cheek. Yeah, I had to turn the other cheek because right. I knew that this, the police and the system don't play with black people. Right. So I've been in front of the judge so much that it taught me that. So I do whatever I can. Even if, I, even if someone tried to chump me, y'all. I have to turn the other cheek because I cannot be in front of a judge no more in my life. Because the laws they have out now and the things they're doing to black men is horrible. So if you got remember this, if you go out and motherfucker want to talk shit to you, let them talk shit. Even if a nigga push you, yo, even if a nigga push you, live to see another day. Don't. Get a gun. Don't try to kill a nigga and nothing like that because they'll take you away from your children. And that's another thing I got going for me, too. That's another Mm -hmm. thing I got going for me, too. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but, yeah, Yeah, man, I ain't ain't got no criminal record. I ain't got no felony. Oh, beautiful. Just just misdirected, man. I never had, had like, no male figure in the crib, just me and mom, you know. Right. And so now all the time I'm figuring out male, I'm like, damn, I wish I would have had a man in my damn life. When I was younger. Right. And here's the thing. Just because you had a, a father in your life don't mean he know the game like I know the game. Because there are men who did have a father in the house, right? But they still didn't teach him the game. And the first thing you got to remember is the first real problem of life is when you start dating. When women start fucking with men and men start fucking with women. That's when ninety percent of all your problems occur. Because motherfuckers want to be in love so damn bad 
that they forget about themselves and they forget people are human and people do what they do, you know. Everybody is not perfect in this, on this earth. Everybody doesn't want to do the right thing on this earth. And then you got people who do the right things that are cast a doubt on you, like you ain't shit like the, the, um, the Catholic priests, right? Like Bill Kaiser, how he talked about people all these years, and he turned out to be a bomb-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. So you got to go through life knowing and being skeptical but having wisdom at the same time and focus on your family. Those three kids you have, you make sure you love them and you teach them how to take care of each other and you teach, you teach them how to respect their mother but also respect you because you want to put so much into them that one day when you owe no one will hesitate to go get your medication when you call them. And they're like, oh, sure, Dad, I can't get it. You don't want that. That's why you want to do so much for them and hug them and tell them that you love them and go for walks and give them memories so that when you're old, that's what you got to think about now. When you're old, they are there for you. I can't, I can't drive that and make sure. I need people to really understand how important your kids are. Everybody's out here impressing everybody else, right, instead of your children. You got to impress them kids. Like, you know how niggas go out and chase them hoes? You got to chase them motherfucking kids. You know how we go out here and buy bitches shit? This is what you got to do for your kids. You know how when when we're young, you you fly bitches to different places? Like, fuck that. You take your kids to these motherfucking trips. Because you may not be with this girl a year from now, two years from now, but your kids are always going to be there, and you can always give them great memories. Very true. And that's so important, y'all. That's so important. And like I said, don't worry. You're going to get the money. It's good that you want to save stack. You know, you get your money, you save, and remember, this is not, you ain't trying to accomplish all this in two years. Uh, <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible, fam. But if you can do, see, the 25000 again, let me go over this again. The 25000 is for when you start now, like 15, and you want to have 25000 you can by 21, 22. You still date between them, but you wear a condom. You have sex, you have a good time. And you take this information, and I'm saying that's what you tell the female. Oh, baby, I fucking love you. Damn. But, you know, once I get my money up and I get this about twenty, twenty-five thousand, and you should be thinking about the same thing, too, we can really get together. Basically, we could take the condom off because I'm feeling you. But my money's fucked up. <laughs> my money's fucked up. So I ain't going to be nothing in you fucking up your life, and I'm fucking up my life. Because everybody is still growing. And like you said, you, your relationship was ended with these ladies because your money wasn't right. You, I mean, you probably was a good-ass dude. Yeah. I feel like I was. Yeah, but them girls want motherfucking shoes. Can they, can they get a birthday cake? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, can you get a bitch flowers? And, they, and you're looking at them like, bitch, really? But they're growing up, and usually women grow up faster than men. So... Mm-hmm. You know, and, the, and their mamas is telling them in their ear, oh, you got a baby with this nigga, he can't do this, he can't do that. 
So what happens? They start looking down on you. Yeah. You ain't a man no more. So you want to slap a bitch, but it's really not her fault. She's kind of right. Yeah. You know, she's kind of right. Yeah, and I stay hard on myself, man. I try to keep myself motivated, man. I don't, I don't tell myself, like, no, nah, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't where I can be. I know I can be further than this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a piece of me, too, that I still got, I feel like I still got to get up out of Milwaukee a little bit. I've been in Milwaukee for 35 years. I feel like that's kind of held me just a little bit. Yeah. I got to have more of a direction. Right. I know yeah. I can't leave my kids. I know I can't leave without a direction either. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm going to start back over and be like, oh, right. shit. Cause yeah, anybody, 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 anybody helping, anybody, anybody helping them grown ass men starting all over. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard, yo. It's, it's hard. You're absolutely right. Cause I'm taking care of this kid now in Atlanta. You heard of the episode with the homeless kid? On Atlanta? Yeah, the kid that was sleeping in the porta potty. Did you hear that show? No, uh, you mean the show Atlanta? No, no, no. Not the show. The, the, on the podcast, did you hear the episode of me taking care of the kid that was no, homeless? No, I didn't get that one. No. There's a, a situation. I, I, I brought a lot of people in on it that wanted to help. And then one of the dudes was complaining that he was spending so much money. I just let him, I just let him talk, you know. Just let him talk. And then um, I realized that pressure busts pipes, right? He was biting off more than he could chew. But he didn't have to say that because there were so many lessons in that situation with that. And I hated that I got this kid out of Porta Potty. We put him in a hotel. We got a manicure, pedicure. He's really trying to do his best. But you got to have unlimited amount of money to take care of a homeless person because it starts feeling like it's a child of yours. But this person is a grown man. <laughs> and see, when a person is grown, you're doing you, you're doing the best you can, but you're like, fuck, yo, you're grown. So when I hear people, it's not that people are evil and selfish. It's just that everybody has their own problems. Yeah, right. You know, they have their own problems, so they only could do so much. And then the programs who take care of the homeless people, they bullshitting the, the the government, you know. They pretending that they take an X, Y, and Z, but they're pocketing the money that's supposed to be going towards taking care of them. So the goal, like with your situation, people are here because some people have children, and the child support be so dynamic and fucked up. It leads to homelessness, homelessness, fam. Because God can't take care of their kids, and then. Um, they can't pay their rent and all this kind of stuff. And you got girls who, some women out here who don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're like, where the check, nigga? Where the motherfucker check? But your ass out here on the street, homeless in the motherfucker. And it's just sad. And that's why I come on. I do this, these shows now to, like I said, if I came out years ago and you heard this, I guarantee you. You wouldn't be in the situation, right? Right. Like, man, ain't, ain't too many black men. Ain't, ain't too many black men talking like you, man. Especially, especially the ones that that that, that got the shows, that got the platforms, that got the money. Ain't too many. 
Ain't too many black men are trying to put other black men on so they can try to right. see what's going on. Mm-hmm. What's going on? It's a lot of it's a lot of niggas getting taken care of by these women. Right. And it's fucking my shit up, TK. <laughs> but I'm still trying to but I'm trying to build myself first. Like you said, man, I, I I need to get my mind away from the females. I'm just you know, when you when you reach a certain point in your life you kinda of get in your chest and you'd be like, Damn, now I just want a woman right now. But like right. you said, man, I need to slow my shit down. I need to get I need to get all my shit together, my whole foundation together, man. Because see see females and I'm one of them, females niggas like crack cocaine. Now I'm disciplined. But man, these bitches be so fine. You know, the small ways to you big asses. Right. Yeah. You know, the, the small ways to big asses, the little fucking lips. Even the skinny bitches is looking motherfucking incredible, right? But you gotta mm-hmm. look and you gotta say to yourself, is it worth it? Yeah. Because nine percent of the time, the females you meet got motherfucking problems too. Right. And then right. you're like, damn, I got my own problems. This bitch got her problems. Fuck. <laughs> so you fuck, you drink, right? Because you don't think about the, for a moment, you're free. You don't think about no consequences or whatever. But the pussy's good. She got her legs wrapped around you. She moaning and screaming. You thinking that shit is fantastic. Until a motherfucker say she's pregnant. And then you look at your account and it say $270.35. Right. Exactly. Now you're frightened. The pussy was good just a week ago, right? And now you see two, I got $275 in the bank. 35 motherfucking cents. And I got a fucking child on the way. Now you mad at her. You know, most men get mad at the female when she get pregnant. And what the fuck you mean you're pregnant? And I tell them, nigga, you stuck your dick in her. Mm-hmm. Right. You stuck your dick in her mm-hmm. with $270.35 in the bank. Michelle, I was climbing. Yeah. That's crazy, yo. And I want men to stop. I travel this world, I see beautiful women at the bus stop pregnant. Yeah, I see women just, still, I see women pregnant, waitressing at restaurants. And it shouldn't be that way. I see women who get pregnant and then all of a sudden they want to go back to school and get their life together. That's backwards. You're supposed to get your life together first, then have kids. And that maybe people are letting their kids just run all around without no shit. My kids, they never did no shit like that. Man, my kids already knew when we rolled out. You would think my motherfucking kids was deaf or mute, or mute because they ain't taught. Like, and it looked like I was real rich. Chip, you can have fun. But when we go the fuck out, you represent me. I don't play that motherfucking shit. I crack the upside your motherfucking head. But I ain't never talked to my kids that way. That's what's so cool. I never had a, like, you know, shut the fuck. I never, I never cursed at my children. Never. Yeah. It's the way they want to be good around them, around the fathers. They, they, they want to go there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. And when we do have, when they do have problems, I talk to them like a parent, not yelling and screaming. Because you know what I hate what people do out here? Is when the kids turn 18, they say, oh, he's grown or she's grown. Get the fuck out of here. You can't handle rent. You can't handle rent at 18, cable, light bill, car note at 18. Not at all. Oh. As a child, your child really will never grow up. And a child can't really be on their own totally financially until about 30, 35. Boom, just like you. But you won't become a man, though. You won't become a full man until you're about 42, 43. Now, let me give you a diaphragm of this, of graphics, okay? So you're 18 years old, right? You're 18, and people say that you're grown. Well, guess what? You're just leaving at your mom's house. Three years ago, you were just 15 years old, right? That's no experience. So now let's add 10 years. So 18, 28, 10 years, you got 10 years of experience. You went to high school, maybe college, started working. So you're dating, you're going through your trials and tribulations, but you're learning yourself, right? Another 10 years go by, now you're 38. Now hopefully you might be getting into a home or apartment where you start, you start to grow. Now that's still only 20 years now from 18. That's, still, that's, that's only 20 years now. You're 28. Are you 38? That's only 20 years. 38. You start coming into manhood. And that's what's happening to you. You're coming into manhood and you see it and you feel it. And you are going to do whatever it takes to get to get there because you want mental peace. Right. Now, have you ever thought about at your job, them sending you to school? Do they have those type of programs? Uh, they do have a. Uh, they do have something. They pay for your school, and they pay yeah. for you going to school. Now, what I now what I need to do is look into what is y'all what programs y'all paying for. Right. Because I believe they do do that. Okay. You know, they don't mention it like that, like they really used. To. I've been there for three years now, almost, and I haven't heard them. Mention it in a while, so I, I need to be black. Yeah, they ain't gonna tell you that. You're right. You're right. I'm you telling you, today I never. I don't believe in racism. I just believe people think the way they think. You know, because I believe like motherfucker, you ain't gonna stop me from getting my money, as long as you respect me. But that's what I'm here for to give now. I guarantee you, they have the program. And when you ask them about it, right, they're gonna be shocked. And they're going, to be like, they're going to be so shocked. They're going to be like, oh, my God, yes. What do you, you want to do? And you take whatever you can to help that company, and you grow. See, don't, don't think about going outside the company to get a better job. Get, start there and work within and grow. And then they'll send you somewhere else because now you, they took you from a worker to a manager to a regional manager to a boss. And that's your dream now that we're putting this together now. See what happened? We talked long enough. Now we came up with a plan, a structure. 
So the goal is to find out you want to start school immediately. Here's the cool part about the school. They ain't going to pay for it. Right. Right. And they're going to treat you like family because you're benefiting them in so many ways. One, the government respects companies, right, that brings on minorities and send them to school. So that makes their company look good. Mm-hmm. Now you're growing. Now you're making the kind of money you make in two years. Now don't get just you know, when I hear people get frustrated, oh, that takes too long. Here's the thing about life. Two years coming, whether you like it or not, whether you're walking around the corner every day or standing on the corner or smoking cigarettes, two years going to come. So your miles will do something every day because two years is coming. Right. And that's how you hope. Yeah, two years coming, dog. People say, oh, it's going to take too long. What the fuck do you mean? You're going to still be here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is the dumbest. We say some of the dumbest shit. It's funny that you say that, man, because I didn't plan on leaving my company no time soon because it's like it's like seven minutes from my house. It was like I ain't finding no I ain't finding no job like this in That's Milwaukee. Right. That's you right. Saying? This close to my job, so I knew to kind of stay where the hell I'm at. Right. I moved up from twelve. I just went from twelve dollars an hour to seventeen, so that's pretty good for two, yeah. two and a half years. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I must chill with then try to build, you know. Right. And yeah, what time do you have to be to work? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow at six in the morning. So I'm first shift. All right. So here's my philosophy. Okay. So here's my philosophy, and you may not you you may not think anybody know, but I'm sharing this with you. From now on, try to get there 30 minutes early. Oh, yeah, I come in early every day for overtime. I come in like an hour, an hour early. Okay, day. the only reason why, because they see it. They see right. the hard work. They see the young man who's about his business. Don't get caught up in none of that bullshit at work. Ooh. Don't flirt no, with none of Don't flirt. I know. I already know. I ain't never had a job, but I know. Don't never... <laughs> Don't never fuck with any of them women at the job. Let me stress this again. I don't give a fuck how fine that bitch look, how big her ass is, how juicy her lips are, and the bitch smell good. Remember, your financial situation is more important than pussy. You hear me? Right. You hear me, yo? I don't give a fuck. You got, that. You got to act like the bitch don't exist. To the point they think you gay. Yeah. I know people that are right. fucking, you know, fucking a job and lose everything. Like, you know, Marshall Falk and all those football players that work on the NFL network. Yeah. Over the years, the niggas was flirting with some uh, hairstylist on the, on the job, pulling their dick out. Talk grown men now doing this type yeah. of shit. And they lost their jobs. Even the man Warren Sapp. This fucking little bitch and lost a fucking $300,000 a year job. Oh, was a motherfucking pussy. These niggas got this game fucked up. <laughs> Lose your motherfucking money over some pussy, nigga. You got your motherfucking mind. Uh, uh, you're right, man. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, actually a chick in my job, and she's like 24, and ain't Shay. And she's fine as hell. Everybody talk to her just to be talking to her. Niggas just talking right. to her just to be sniping. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like... I think she still stay with her moms and shit, and she's fine as hell. 
Right. My whole thing is, Alan, what's your plans with her? You know what yeah. I'm saying? What's your bigger plans? That's why right. I talk to her. I say, I say hi and bye. I always ask her if she's still single. Just the best with her. Right. You know and she's like, yeah, I'm still single with all this. But I'll be like, it's a trap for me. It's a trap for me because what I'm going with. Where am I going with it? You know what I'm saying? It is crazy, mm-hmm. TK, man, that you say that. Because I, I, I show as much restraint as I can. I'm still showing it. It's yeah. fine. Right. Fine, man. But I'm like, I ain't got no direction with it, man. She ain't, she ain't even upscale like that. Like, as far as she got like a little nice car and all that. But I'm like, she ain't got no kids. I said, she's with a life. I said, I can't fuck with that right now, TK. Life. Well, let me give you some game. Sit down, take out the lunch on some friendly shit, right? Be on some friendly shit and watch what I'm about to tell you. When you sit down and you're having lunch or whatever, and you talk and build a friendship, find out if she's going to be an asset or a liability. Very important. Yo, what I just said to you, it's some of the fly shit most niggas don't even think about. Find out if she's a liability asset, meaning she does have a job. She does have a car. And you and don't run down a couple of questions. Just right now on the first date or a couple of times, you just want to be on some friendly shit. Like, how you doing? Your day is good. Oh, I just found out about this program at this job because they're paying for us to go to school. You know, I think you should try to do that, too, so you give her game to better herself. Right. Now, two things happen in a situation like this. Either you wind up this girl being your woman one day down the line, or she'll become your best friend. Right. And she'll think about that 20 years. Oh, I remember when such such told me about this job, that they pay for school, blah, blah, blah. And I went there, and I bettered myself, and... Here I am today, 20 years later, I'm 44 years old, but I'm this woman because of that. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's a good, and I know she's fine. Yeah, she is, man. You know? Yeah, right. I, I just had to bring that up because you said that, so yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. You, you not see what none of the kids' moms, are you? Uh, no, I'll be, uh, I used to be on North with the third baby mama, but she be all into the church thing, but she, she don't know she's still like the rest of them, but she, she, you know what I'm saying? She gets to the church thing, so you know how, how do, how do women be? Right. You know, so we be back and forth, but we ain't, we ain't, I, I took it to the Kevin Hart show a couple months ago, but. Right. We been having so many issues with nothing. <laughs> you know what right. I'm Right. We ain't even lived together before. We ain't never even lived together before. That's why I be feeling like, oh, my baby mama's situation is just a failure. Mm-hmm. I ain't never even lived with none of my baby mama's, man. They're too immature. I was too immature, man. Right. And what I want you to do on their birthdays, Christmas, I want you to always send them a card. Huh. Now, all you got to do is go to Walmart or Walgreens or whatever and get a nice card. Take your time to read it. And send it to them and thank them for being a great mom and send them flowers on their birthday. Also, friends say, you know, you know, thank you for being a great mom. Start sending them that type of stuff now while they're young because you'd be surprised how far that can go. Like you probably can't buy them a house or a car or whatever, right? But a card or a flower just stating 
that you respect them, just stating that, you know, I really appreciate you being the mother of my children, speaks in volumes, you know. And men don't do that no more. Men don't take the time. To talk, even though I know I get it sometimes, some of these baby mamas take us men through so much shit. And usually that happens because the girl don't have her shit together. Yeah. And then she got a dumbass mom. Her mom is ghetto or, or lack of education. Oh, you need to take him to court and get him on child support. And everybody knows it's a system. Like the, the government is another way of hampering our black men. But at the same time, there's men out here listening. I said this years ago. I said, never take that condom off. Because when she's taking a dick in a woman, she can control you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And you can see that. Mm-hmm. You got three. Yep. Whew. But you're going to manage it, though. It ain't bad. It's not a bad thing. Remember, you play the hand that you dealt. Right. All right? Don't ever look at nobody else's hand. That ain't your hand. You play the hand that you're dealt. And you got three kids, you got a good job, and it's only seven minutes from your house. You can walk home as quick as possible and and take a nap for lunch if you want to. (laughs) You know? You know what, man? I, I tell that I, I say it to myself every, every every single day for my motivation. I tell myself that I got three kids, three baby mamas. I tell myself that every single day because I don't want myself to lose focus on 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 what I got myself into. Right. And I don't want to lose my I don't want to lose focus on how I get myself a part of it. And right. I'm telling you, TK, when I tell myself that every single day, even I tell my guys, even when I talk to my guys, I'm like, man, I got three kids, three baby mamas. Oh, I'm saying, how y'all niggas struggling? And y'all sharing y'all baby mama car. Y'all sharing y'all baby mama car. Y'all struggling. And y'all still calling in to work. And y'all playing around. I be trying to, I be, I be trying to like motivate the other guys at my job. Right. Because I be seeing like, oh, y'all think it's, a, y'all think it's a game because y'all are 10 years younger than me. I'm trying to, I'm trying mm-hmm. to let them know. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't happening. They doing their own thing. And I'm trying to tell yeah, them, I'm like, man, don't y'all see this picture? Man, they want us to be broke. They want us right. And tell them about the show, the T.K. Kirkland show. But here's the thing a man you told me years ago. He said, T.K., long as you tell them, at least they heard it. So even though you tell them this, oh, they hear you, brother. Just keep saying it. Because they'll say to you, and I'm telling you, they're going to say to you one day, yo, I should have fucking listened to you. You was right. I'm about to put a ball on that TK. Where your podcast is like, do you have certain days where the podcast? Yeah, this will be this will be on tomorrow, yo. Okay, hell, I can't wait, man. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, if it's a certain time, it's going to get broadcast. Like, um, 9 o'clock in the morning, it'll be on. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to, because what I used to do before, I used to do like maybe five, 10 shows in a week, and that's like 10 weeks, right? But when I did that, I used to get mad at you, brother, so much that I would go into slight depression because I used to say, niggas cannot be that fucking stupid. Yeah. Just what I was yeah. saying to myself. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, I get, I get in my DM, yo, niggas don't even know how to ask a woman for head. Or how do I pick up a female? And I'm looking at these things that I get in my DM. And to the people listening, I'm not trying to clown you. 
because I want, if you do have these problems, you can still hit me. I'm just saying, how did we get to this that you have to ask me to do this? Is it saying that a man doesn't have that? Like to me, that should be already in you. But what I don't want you to do to the fellas that's listening and the women who are listening too, I don't want you to never take any pussy. Don't you dare rape a female. Don't you dare put something in her drink. Don't you dare hit a woman. No matter what type of shit. Even if you walked in the house and you saw another man fucking the hell out your woman, don't don't you go lose your motherfucking mind and try to kill the nigga. Don't be, if you find your girl in in, in another area with a nigga, don't go get a brick and break out the cars in her window. I tell this to men, and I tell this to women. There's a group of college bitches, there's a group of college women and men graduating in June. It's a whole new team coming out here. And my point being, it's seven, it's seven billion people on Earth. Let me repeat that. It's seven billion, dog. You mean to tell me you're going to let one or two people fuck up your life? That's what I'm saying, yo. There's too many people out here. You know, you look at a situation like that and you say, you know what, I'm just going to charge to the game. And that's part of my chapter. And some people are resilient. Some people are going to affect, but you live to see another day. But don't make the situation worse by hitting a bitch or killing a nigga that's going to prison for life. Don't go to jail over some over some fucking female over some like women do it too. Women be I hear killing the, the killing the girl that the the guy's cheating with, or beating her up, or she bring her girlfriend when they try to jump. That's some the dumbest shit in the world. And then you still got bitches out here checking niggas' phones. You know? Yeah. I remember a young lady, yeah, like I'm grown. I had a bitch check my um, phone one time. And she said, oh, you, you texting everybody. You doing that? I said, you know what? I was wrong. Yes. But you shouldn't have been checking my I'm too motherfucking grown for you to even pick up my motherfucking phone. That's yours. That's yours. Right. And to the ladies out here, and the men, when you start thinking you got to pick up your mate's phone, leave the relationship. Because you're not strong to deal with what the fuck you're about to see or hear. So you can't investigate a nigga, charge him for a crime, they want to keep him and hold him hostage with this information for the rest of his life. I told the young lady to leave. I said, yo, okay, leave. She's like, how the fuck does that work? You you can't tell me to leave. I'm like, you checked my phone. You don't trust me. It don't make sense for us to be together. That's because I'm a man. And I can live with my decision. 
and I ain't going to never have a problem keeping a bad bitch breathing on me. It's just that I don't want to <laughs> deal with nobody because people don't have their shit together or the people's mentality is just different, you know? People say some stupid shit. I had a young lady not too long ago say to me, oh, these guys try to talk to me. I'm like, hey, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Yeah, you know, right. so much. Right. I think you want to hear everything. Hey, <laughs> you you hear everything. What the fuck do you mean? Imagine if I told, imagine if I said to you all the time that, oh, oh this girl trying to hide on you. Look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> so what's the game plan here, fam? We go tomorrow or Tuesday when you go in. You're going to speak to who can you speak to find out who you want, you want to go to school and take the programs they have available that could benefit mm-hmm. you at the job. And I'm real cool with the, uh, like the general manager right there, real cool. Right. Yep. Well, he's going to be, he's going to love you for that. Make sure you shake his hand real strong. Say, hey, so can I speak to you for privately? Or if he say he's busy, so can, I, can I talk to you later? He'll talk to you later. He'll say, look. I really like working here for the company, and I, I I think that you guys have programs for the school that you go to school and you guys are pay for it. Do you have anything like that here? Bam. He's going to be like, sure, sure. Let me get you that information. And then you start rocking from there. Now here's the goal. You keep it to yourself until you get on first. You can't share this with nobody else until you get it first. Mm-hmm. Then you get your shit together and you show, you lead by example. Oh, so and so, how did you do that? Oh, you know what? I came in one day and started talking to them about programs and schooling and I took the classes, they paid for it, and now I'm an executive 20 years later, 55 years old, running a company, making a million, two million a year. You think that can really happen for me, TK? Say it again. I think you think that can really happen for me. I know for a fact it can happen. That's why I'm on the phone with you. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you something. I ain't never been a fraud, and my credentials is so cold that I keep it. I just thank God for all those crazy experiences I went through as a youngster. It's not really crazy as a young man because you know I got my master's degree. I went to college. You know. I got college. I, I just, I just done it all, y'all. I've been a street hustler to get the degree to management to being an artist to own my own label. And, and if you ever follow me on my Instagram, I can't stop. It's like there's not enough for me. Like I feel like I ain't this shit. Ain't that crazy? Yeah, man. I follow you, man. Cause I be trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hit up one of your shows, man. I was, I was gonna actually check out one of your shows in Ohio. I think you had one. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I got something coming in Milwaukee too, real soon. I think oh, January, February. So I guess this is my this is my cell phone number too. You got my direct number, so okay, you can reach out to me anytime you want. Yeah, but um, I'll be really trying to dot these gems on people. So this week, to the fans that's listening, um, November twenty first. You can catch me at the World Famous Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. Then the 23rd, 24th, 25th, catch me at Dayton, Ohio, Funny Bone. 
in Dayton, Ohio, and damn, in New York City, the first week of December. Just follow me on my Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland, K-I-R-K-L-A-N-D, and that way you could follow me. Uh, did you pick up my album yet? I know how you how you download the app. Okay, so what you gotta do is go to my go to my website, official tkkirkland dot com, and the link and everything will take you there. It's called Gangster Conversation. That's it, fire, y'all. It went number one on iTunes. Is it official? Is it official? Tk Kirkland or just tkkirkland.com? dot com? Official tkkirkland.com. dot com. All right. Yeah, and it went, it went number one on iTunes. It went number two on Billboard when it first came out, and I got some other big things happening. And then I um, I'm gonna start working on a new album like in February or March, and I'm gonna call that album because I'm gonna drop it October of 2019, and I'm gonna call that album T to the motherfucking K. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be fire! I can't wait to do that one. That's gonna be fire, T to the motherfucking K. Yeah, I'm on all that. I'm on all that shit. All right, so the goal, fam, I'm not saying that you can't fuck. Let's repeat it. I'm not saying you can't get no perfect. I'm saying wear a condom and pull out or just just come in a bitch mouth or something. Uh, but don't come in her pussy. Right, for sure. All right, I'm just keeping it real. You want to stack your money. You want to have a good time, but you got to say to yourself, I can spend this, but I know next week I get paid. So I can put that money back. And if you can't put the whole thing back, let's say you spent 150, but you're going to put 100 back. That's still cool because remember, the world is not ending tomorrow. This is a journey. Oh. Remember again, life is long. Plan accordingly. Don't look at it as a sprint. Look at it as a marathon. You want to be successful in nine to eleven years. And what I mean by success, the things that you really want, maybe a home, a bed in the car, and all that kind of stuff. But it all starts from this program you're going to get into with your job. That's going to change your whole life. And I pray one day that you look back and, and say, you know what, I want to thank T.K. Kirkland because of his guidance and all that. Because when I saw your thing on the um, – on my DM, I was like, yo, let me know. But here's what's the crazy part. On my Twitter, there was a kid that um, I hadn't spoke to in two years. Now, how old was you when you first started to try to reach out to me? Uh, well, I just reached out to you on Okay, the you just reached out. Uh, okay. Yeah. So on, on my Twitter, there's a guy. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. So there was a guy on my Twitter, who I'm going to call this week coming up, who reached out to me two years ago. I just saw a deal. I got, I got that many DMs that I just finally got to him. And he said, yo, I reached out to you two years ago. Not that I'm going to read it. Hold on. All right, here's the first one. Here's the second one. So in 2017, so yeah, shout out to you, bro. As an 18-year-old, you have taught me, you have taught me a lot in terms of life, how to handle myself as a man, etc. I would love to have a conversation with you about the future. I have a lot of questions. He puts his number. It's my number. Call me anytime. Thank you so much for all the game you have given me. Now, that's 
This is what he says. I texted him um, like a couple of days ago. I said, you good after a year? <laughs> he says, yes, I'm great. Thanks. Thank you for replying. I sent that message when I was 18, and I recently turned 20. But in those two years, your podcast has really taught me a lot as far as learning how to grow as a man and be very disciplined. Your podcast has especially helped me navigate through the difficulties of college. I can't thank you enough. Keep up the great work. That's cool. And I want to thank you, brother, for really listening to me. And I'm glad to see that the effect I'm having on y'all. Yeah, man. I appreciate it a whole, a whole lot. Man. I'm, I'm glad you even reached out to an old boy, man. He young, he way younger than me, man. He was 18 when he reached out to you. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get to him. So that's that's awesome. And like I said, he um, is like you said earlier. You wish that you'd have heard from me at that age. That whole yo, your whole life would be different, fam. I know it would have, man. I know it would have. Please, please come to Milwaukee too, man. If you can, man. I'm 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 telling everybody, man. You don't understand. (laughs) We got your interviews on Facebook. We got your interviews on Facebook, man. Come to Milwaukee. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bring a lot of people to your show. You wait up doing two, three shows, man. Because <laughs> they just now seeing your shit, TK. You understand? I'm about to put them on your podcast, too, man. Right. Because we just now seeing your interviews and all this, man. And you teaching game. Please come to Milwaukee, man. Yes, sir. You got my word. I work on it. Because I'm my own manager, so I can put it all together. So I'll and I was impressed by that, too. Very impressed by that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad you there. I watched the Vlad. The Vlad interviews, man. You're killing the Vlad interviews. Vlad. The way you think Vlad. Yeah, Vlad's on there. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, and I'm glad that the comedians are, are giving me the, the the recognition, knowing that I started like D.L. Hughley. That's my man, you know. And I, I, I taught him how to dress. I taught him how to hold wow. the mic. Like I told him, I taught him how to have his work ethic that he has. His his work ethic is what I taught him that. And he said it on the breakfast club, like last week. He said T.K. Kirk was my mentor. Like I taught him everything, fam, everything. Wow. It is good to see him, Mike Epps, um, Godfrey Danchima, all these guys. I took under my wing, and so many more. J.J. Williams, I took under my wing. And I sent them out in the universe, and they all are very, very successful now. And, and the podcast is really helping thousands more men that understand my mm-hmm. philosophy. Because you, you, I don't lie, yo. Like I tell people all the time, I, I only lie to the cops and prosecutors. And for real, <laughs> everybody else can get it. I ain't lying to you. Everybody else can get it. Yo, take this information, hold it dear to your heart. Remember that we had this conversation and you live your life to the fullest. Have fun, enjoy, and remember life is long and don't let no one snatch your peace of mind. And that's right. when we look at a female, she's chatty. You know, she, she runs her mouth too much. She uses profanity. 
You know, she she's one of them girls that'll start a fight quicker than anybody that you know. <laughs> run from her. Yep. <laughs> Do you hear me? Run. If you can't meet a female that can't cook, but help you make the bed up when you get out the bed, or help you wash the clothes when you wash the clothes. Don't keep the house clean like you keep the house clean because you got you're a team. You got to do it together. If y'all if y'all can't do none of that, she ain't the girl for you, fam. Yeah, yeah you got some girls out here with the cold bodies and all that, and and not not it's not taken away from them. That's how they want to live their life. See, some girls with the big asses, and I said, yo, don't be just cool the fuck. For that moment, but not to marry. Yeah, not to marry. Like, why you want to marry, bitch? Listen, you on Twitter, you on Instagram, shaking your ass, showing your titties. I just wanted to fuck you. We had a good time, but I'm not bringing you home to my mom. I'm not bringing you around my children. You're not a good role model. <laughs> <laughs> and the same thing for females. You know, I don't give a fuck if nigga push a nice ride or he's smoking weed. He could be a hustler or whatever he's doing. If he's not a good role model, don't bring that motherfucker around your kids. Yeah. If a nigga ain't open your door, ladies, if a nigga ain't at least buying you a, a flower or a blouse at least once a month, because see, blouse, you know what people don't realize? Blouse don't even cost that much. You can take a sale, get a bit of blouse, a sweater, Black Friday coming up. You can take $200 and buy shit for a year for a bitch. Yeah. You keep listening to the show. I got so much knowledge to give you young people out here in the world, you know. I really do. But make sure you get that Gangster Conversation album. Make sure you check out the Netflix special. I'm going to tell you what her... See, the Netflix special should have been coming out a lot sooner, but I wanted to drop the album first. Because good things come to those who wait. When... Show's Netflix, huh? <laughs> yeah, but watch what I'm about to tell I can't say it yet because I ain't signed this other contract. Uh-huh. But just keep listening. It's going to change the game. And I can't say it too much because once it comes out of your mouth, it doesn't happen. You're considered a liar. So what I do is I just, I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing a seed out there, right? Yeah. Bam. Watch how it's about to go down, yo. You're going to be like, yo, TK did his motherfucking thing. And I will definitely come in through Milwaukee. Keep my number in. Stay in touch with me. Put everybody else up on the show. To the fans around the world, from Compton, California, to Jersey, New Jersey, to London, to Monaco, to motherfucking Italy, to Tokyo, Japan. You're listening to the TK Kirkland Show, executive producer, Charlemagne the Guy. Fan, may your pain be champagne. Salute. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.